Welcome to today's Conduit Podcast. As a reminder, Conduit is a tribe of leaders and owners who desire to get better, and we realize we get better when we can learn and grow from each other. I'm Jerry Bierman, owner-operator of Alluring Glass, and we have Rick Meyer, owner-operator of Meyer Brothers and Sons. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Jerry. So just um, talking offline for a second, one of the things that we, well, the topic this week is standards and um, working with new employees um, from, a, from the point of view of, of, uh, of taking a, a newer uh, employee or somebody newer to your organization um, and making them aware of your standards um, and then Gosh, what, one of the things that we talked about offline is can you, train, can you train people to actually try to raise the standards? So give me, dive into that uh, as you see fit, Rick. Yeah, so standards I feel like are really important uh, for any company. I guess that goes without saying. But we've, I've realized that the more standards we put in place in our business, the better things go. Uh, the less confusion there is and the more efficient we are. And so if I consider newer people, because um, we have a pretty steady flow of new people, and so what I found that I would like to do when we have someone new is to take the time to really go through what those standards are and um, make sure that they understand them fully and how important they are to the business and to them and their performance. And so, um, and I, I think in other times I can just think of when I feel like I'm too busy to have much going on. And so I don't take the time to really explain those. And then down the road, you're like, well, why aren't you doing this? Like, well, I didn't really know this. And so, yeah, I think it's, I think it's critical. And, and, and the hope is right. If, if you hire someone on a young person that they, that they listen and they, they do it. That, um, and I even think by just listening and, and meeting the standards, in some ways you're, you're raising that potentially for others where they might not be meeting the standards. So give me, I think by, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, give me a specific, um, a really basic standard or two. Give me, give me, if, if you were, uh, if you were going to onboard, um, Joe this morning or this week, um, what are some basic standards just to, just for some context? Yeah. So, uh, one basic, really basic standard that I actually run up against every day of people not meeting is our time clock. Okay. So we, we have a, uh, web-based time clock where people have to add a punch through their smartphone, which sounds easy but apparently it's really hard to remember to do that. So I have guys, pretty guys and gals pretty much every day saying, oh, Rick, I'm sorry, I forgot to add clock in or clock out or do this or do that. So something as simple as clocking in and out would be a standard um, and meeting that daily would, would mean a lot. Hmm. Okay, all right, that's good. Um, any other one, give me, a, give me one more if you would. Uh, on the, I mean, timing wise, for example, we tell our guys they're, they're hourly, but we say, you know, we'd like you to work, essentially get to the job 730 
or before, have a half-hour lunch, and then work until 4.30. And that's kind of our expectation of the day. And we found that some people have take great liberty on when they work, uh, and others stick to the standard. So we've had to re-communicate that standard to people. Say, hey, this is our expectation of you. Okay, and that's so good. And so we want you to meet that. That's good. So one of, the, one, of the, one of the things I came up against yesterday is we were talking about standards, and is it something that can be taught and trained and then them held accountable to, and or is it um, – uh, one one of the things that pushes against that might be like integrity. So um, uh, the workday is a perfect example, really pretty basic. I mean, you could go into standards of crown molding, uh, of customer engagement, of tile installation. Like you could, you could, we could, we could do it. We could go into the weeds really deep, really quick on lots of different standards. But I think those two, Clocking in, clocking out, and um, expectations of your workday are really good examples that I think everybody um, everybody gets. So, one of the questions we had yesterday is, okay, did we train them? Did we train so the the clock in, clock out things perfect? Did we train them how to use the tools? Like, is it a is it a train is it a training issue, or is it a um, or might it be an integrity issue? Um, just for the sake of time. So, you know, do they know how to do it? Uh, do they know why it's important? Um, do they, do they understand the repercussions? You know, the, it's a pain in the butt for whoever's doing your HR, which we experienced this too, by the way, this is real for me, um, that my, that Nicole has to chase you down and then try to anticipate how many hours you actually worked yesterday. When, when did you work? And so, you know, now we're paying somebody else to go behind you to find out when you actually worked. And so, you know, do they understand how to do it? And do they understand the why? And that the, the expectations are, the standard is that you, you know, you clock in when you start the day and you clock out when you end the day. Or I don't know if you have your guys clock in or out during lunch or whatever, smoke breaks or whatever. Um, but um, so do you think from a standard standpoint, do you find it more of a training issue for uh, newer people in your organization? Or do you, do you think it's a, could it be a character issue, a, 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 an issue of integrity? I'd like to think it's not a training issue, but I, I feel like it could be. I think it would be, I think it'd be important as we onboard new people to really Show them how to do it, let them do it, and then reiterate the importance of it over and over again. Yeah. So I think I think maybe we haven't made a big enough deal about how important it is for you guys to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I and I don't if forgetfulness is an integrity issue, then yes, I think it's an integrity issue. But if forgetfulness is just not being mindful. Uh, then it's, I think it's more on, on that side of stuff. Yeah. So as a leader, as an owner or as a leader in the organization, one of, one of the things you're trying to size up with, with somebody you're onboarding is, are they a liar or are they uh, absent-minded? Yeah. Right. One, one of the, cause you've trained them how to do it. 
So they're either absent-minded or they're, I mean, I'm being really extreme here, or they're, they're a deceiver, right? They're, 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 they're trying to take advantage of something. And so as a, as a small family business that you, your, yours and mine is, um, I need to have, I, I need to have guys on my team that I can trust um, are going to uh, adhere to or live up to our standards. One of the things that you and I talked about offline is it's very rare, it seems to be very rare that as you hire people and train people and then do it again, um, scaling, there seems to be a lot of slippage in this. There, there seems to be the um, possibility, or in my case, the probability that there's slippage in the standards with each iteration of hire. And so one of the things that, that I'm curious about is how in the world, you know, what might I do as a leader or owner to flip that and try to recruit and, and train um, people to come into our organization and raise the standards? Um, am, I, am I out in left field on that? Or do you, have you experienced a similar, um, similar thing with, with uh, onboarding people over the years? Yeah, no, I would agree. I would agree. And, and it would be definitely ideal to have people come in and, and not only meet, but exceed and raise those standards. And, and I could see some really positive energy going forward if that was the case. You know, if people were intentional about, about meeting those. And, you know, you think about a lot of people just kind of follow what other people are doing and slowly kind of fall into a groove and a routine. And so if, if people ever kind of, in some ways, you know, not one up each other, but this idea of kind of this person meeting them, the other person saying, yeah, and let's do this. And kind of that, that raising up of the bar, I guess yeah. that would be uh, a leader's ideal situation. Yeah. Do you remember, I don't, I don't know what they called it in, in uh, like if you played basketball or something or in gym class, I don't even know if they have gym class anymore, but back in the day when I went to school, they had gym class and um, you'd run suicides you know, like you'd start at the yeah. baseline and you'd, you'd run out to the foul line and back, and then you'd run out to the next, whatever the next line was and back, and then half court and back. And I, I remember coaches saying, um, you know, talking about the integrity of actually touching the line. Like so many, so many people get close to the line, but they don't actually don't touch it. And so, and then some guys that were like the, the, the fitness freaks, they'd go across the line, like they would do extra. And so that's, I guess, uh, visually, that's, that's kind of what I'm, I'm looking at with onboarding somebody is, do they, do they go right up to the line because it's close enough? Do they actually touch the line or might they go over the line? And I think I'm making notes of that. Um, you know, if, if you were raised in a family that you had um, somebody, your dad, constantly telling you at minimum touch the line, but it would be better for you to get both feet over the line, um, that, that, that's the expectations, um, then you, you're somebody that probably is, um, has been trained to raise standards, right? To do more than. If you were raised in a family that 
you know, your the 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 adult supervisor allowed you to just get close enough, right? Just a little short every time. Um, then you and I, as a leader owner, we've got a lot more training to do, don't we? Yeah, and you can definitely tell the people that just do enough, right? They do enough just to kind of get by, fly under the radar, not cause too much fuss. But, you know, everything is, to your point, you know, just not to the line, not touching it. And that can be really frustrating in uh, in any organization. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's very frustrating. So my question is, well, let me make a statement. I believe that can be taught to somebody that wants to learn it, right? Those are two different pieces, right? It can be taught as long as the person that you're teaching wants to learn it, right? Those are the two, it's a, this is a collaboration between you and the person you're onboarding or you and your, your teammate, right? I, I, believe, sure. I believe you can teach it to somebody that wants to be taught. Now I can hear many of my buddies saying, well, they don't want it. They don't want to be taught. Well, that's, that's fair. They may not want it, but when we're looking at onboarding somebody or we're looking at engaging a teammate where you want them to meet the standards or exceed the the standards, um, you and I believe I'm putting words in your mouth, Rick, you and I believe that can be taught, correct? Yeah, and I think you make an important distinction there because I think teaching is, is, you can try to teach anyone to do anything, but if they're not willing to learn and willing to apply and willing to change, then it's, yes, it's a, it's a one-sided street. Yeah, that's good. So give us some, and again, I didn't give you much time to prepare your, your thoughts around this, but what are some things that you would do that we could do or try to teach this? to somebody that wants to learn? Uh, twofold. One is, is literally telling them, hey, when I ask you to do a suicide, uh, my expectation is that you touch or go over that line every time and that you are exceeding what I'm asking you to do. And then also I feel like it's it's showing them, you know, it's, it's you doing what you do with excellence and uh, with meeting or exceeding those standards, it's you putting the, the time into what you're doing, you know, and if you tell someone to do something you don't do it yourself, I think that could, that could easily soften their view of the standards of like, wow, you told me that, but you didn't do it. That's good. That's good. I just made some notes, some like foundational uh, these might be some foundational truths uh, around standards. Um, one is being on time. Um, or as my friend Fred from Pella says, like he says something like be, you know, five minutes early is on time type thing. Um, have a good attitude, right? So you don't look like you're, you know, I, I've got guys that where you look at them and they're, you're like, wow, what just did you, did your pet, did you, did you just lose a loved one? Um, yeah. Not to be, well, that's pretty sarcastic. Anyway, um, and then uh, do what do what you're told to do. Like if you're instructed yeah. to do these three things, um, maybe maybe you could maybe you could add, um, you know, in the company approved attire. You know, you're dressed. Um, you're dressed the way that you're supposed to be. 
you are organized and your job sites organized uh, or your workspace organized. I mean, those seem to be some foundational areas, on time, attitude, do what you're told to do, dressed, ready to go, being organized. Those are, that's five foundational areas where, is there anything you want to add to that before I go on? No, I think, no, I think that's good. Okay. So we got five foundational areas um, where if you talk to an existing uh, teammate or you're onboarding somebody that, and we could, we can get in the weeds a little bit more on this later, but these are five areas that you have the ability to show me that you can meet or exceed standards, right? So we haven't, uh -huh. got, we haven't got to the crown molding yet or laying the tile, but these are five foundational truths that if you can't, if you don't meet or exceed expectations here, I'm going to have doubt with you for the tile piece. Um, I talk to guys about the difference between doing work and managing and leading people that do work, right? So it's a different skill set doing the crown molding than it is teaching the crown molding than it is managing the people that are teaching or executing the crown molding. They're different skill sets. And so if you look at career advancement, um, one of the things that you and I are looking for are, are teammates that can meet or exceed expectations, standards, right? So these five foundational truths, um, if you meet or exceed those expectations, then use the word proclivity. I don't know if I'm butchering it right now, but then it's more likely that you're going to meet and exceed expectations in other areas as well. Right. I mean, that's what I'm, that's what I'm, is that, a, is that a too big of ex, too big a jump in my point of view? Uh, it's lofty, but, but possible. Okay. So for the sake of time, if you and I agree that these are five foundational truths to come into our organization or be in our organization to meet or exceed expectations in these five areas first, and then we have more optimism that you're going to be able to meet or exceed um, standards in other areas. So, yeah. so if that's true, if we re-engineer this all the way back, and I'm thinking about some of the high school students that I spoke to at uh, Diamond Oaks a couple weeks ago that you spoke to as well. If I talk to these guys about like when you're working at Chick-fil-A, like these are five, these are five areas that I haven't hired you yet, but I sure as heck would love for you to, to, to meet or exceed the standards of these five areas when you're working at Chick-fil-A or Lowe's or Home Depot or wherever you're working, wherever you're working to go in with this, these standards, whether, whether that boss there is teaching you or coaching you in these standards, that sure would be helpful for you to develop that habit, uh, right? That standards habit before, before you get, they, before you hire them, Rick. Yeah, and it's funny. I, I'm I'm pretty sure I told them the same thing in a different way. Of just that idea of whatever you're doing, whatever you're currently at, whether it's school right now or a, uh, your next job at Chick Fil A, like whatever you're doing, just do your best, give it your all, meet those standards. You know, don't just look at this as a short-term thing. Look, this is practice for your long-term thing. And yeah. if you're able to nail the short-term, not as important, critical job task that kind of thing then just imagine what it'll be like when you 
land in that position. So just really, I, yeah, I really encourage them to apply themselves in any situation they find themselves in. Well, and I, and I think, you know, as I'm unpacking this a little bit, and maybe this is way too basic, but I'm thinking, okay, well, what, you know, for you to go wherever you're at, whether you're in a classroom uh, or on a job site, for you to ask the leaders, what are the standards here? Like what, you know, like when you're running suicides, if I said, hey, run to that, run to, run to this space out, you know, this, this location out in space and touch it, you'd be like, well, touch what? Well, that red line, like if you can't see the red line and you don't, and you as the leader don't show them what the red line is, then they don't know how far to run, right? And so as a leader, you gotta, you gotta draw that line. What is the expectation? Is it here or is it here? You know, which is it? And as a leader, many of us don't know what that line is and we change it. So we're like, hey, run to this line, the red one. No, no, I meant, I meant the blue one, you know, or I meant the black line. And so I think from a leadership standpoint, one of the things that you and I have to do is we got to clearly define what the standard is. And I, uh, I know as I'm saying this, I'm feeling convicted again. Um, you know, do I do a good job of, of clearly identifying what the standard is and i think in many areas i don't so once again i've recognized the enemy it is me <laughs> no you bring up a good point you know before you blame before you make up stories about the people i think it's important to okay what have i what have i not done to not make this clear let me try that again let me make sure it is clear um and make sure everyone understands and then i think that you can move into okay it's not, it's not just me. There needs to be more done here. Yeah, that's good. All right. That's a good, I'm going to post, I'm going to post this on social that from a standard standpoint, that as a leader, we got to, we got to make sure that it's clearly defined. We're clearly defining where the line is. Gosh, that's, that's convicting for me. Okay. Good stuff as always, Rick. I appreciate good stuff, it. Good man. Good stuff.